and welcome to episode 72 of the Alfa Romeo Driver podcast, brought to you by the Alfa Romeo Owners Club. I'm Guy Swarbrick, and in our second podcast of 2023, I'm joined by club chairman John Griffiths, club manager Nick Wright, Mito registrar David Faithful, and Thames Valley section secretary Kirsty Hodson to talk about our highlights from 2022 and the things we're looking forward to in 2023. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. So uh, it was quite a busy year last year. We, we kind of got back into the swing of things in 2021 and then pretty much back to normal in 2022. So I thought it'd be good just to to just go around the room, literally go around the table and just get people's thoughts on on the highlights from last year. Probably starting with you, John. Yeah, I mean, come on, we've got to start with National Alpha Day. Um, it was phenomenal. 1,200 cars and 2,000 people at Vista absolutely gigantic that was uh, the one of the best if not the best i remember and i've been going to them since 1986 so just actually get that right john i've been going since 1985 <laughs> when there used to be 10 miles down the road but it was it was just a superb day and uh, i know we we did a, a an event retrospective in an earlier podcast but it's the thing that will stick in many people's minds and i'm sure everybody's really looking forward to this year's event and the, the great news is that uh, literally a, a very very short while ago it's been confirmed that they have an available date for us again a little bit later than last year it's sunday the 20th of august so we've been hot hot out of the blocks and booked that we're penciled in subject to contract and final confirmation of costs and so on but but we're in there for certain on sunday the 20th of august we've also <laughs> quickly ensured that the band is available again and i believe the land train so we pre-booked those super extra features that we had this year which will be really really good we'll of course be doing the the track activity too i mean where on earth like Last time, weren't Earth you ever going to get to see 63 Alpha Suds driving around together? And was it, I think, 34 4 Cs? It was just out of this world. And hopefully, we'll be able to do something similar again with parades or maybe some special demos. And I've checked my diary and I'm actually going to be able to make it this year. Hey, even better. <laughs> All of the world championships are in one place this year for, for cycling in Glasgow from yeah. the 3rd to the 13th of August. So Perfect. I will be all done and dusted. Great stuff. Get that camera ready. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. So yeah, that that, that was that was tremendous. Uh, I really enjoyed a few of the other big events last year too. And Spring Alpha Day returning to Burley House after 11 years, 12 years was, was tremendous fun. Beautiful day in April. And we're going back this year to another favourite venue, and that's uh, Duxford, the Imperial War Museum on the 16th of April. It's We've not been since 2018. I was looking back at my old photos to remember, and uh, it's an absolutely tremendous place. It's It's been reworked. Uh, the American Air Museum's had a makeover. There's so much to see. The, the Land Warfare Museum's tremendous as well. And Nick's been on a recce, and uh, we're assured that there's even more space that we can use this year too. So we should be able to offer a good number of tickets for sale, but it will be in advance again, and it'll be limited numbers. So uh, when those come on sale do get in quickly everybody so nick nick what were your highlights my highlights i was going to mention some of the uh, larger section events i went to throughout the year starting with board abbey with um, southwest alpha day blessed with sunshine in fact all the events i went to i think were blessed with sunshine last year board abbey was a really nice 
reasonably small, um, quiet event. I really enjoyed that. I think you came along to that as well. Didn't I did, you? yeah. And then the following weekend, Hope Toon House in Queensferry for Scottish Italian Car Day, uh, which again, I bumped into you. And, and, and you say all the events were sunny. It was sunny at Hope Toon House. It wasn't sunny all day and it wasn't very warm. Um, no, but it's been worse there. So <laughs> it's been worse, I'll, I'll say that as a, as a positive. <laughs> yeah, Danielle came up there as well just with the shop and for the... Um, Port Abbey, so that was good. I think I covered 1,400 miles in two weekends then, so <laughs> in the mobile oven that was the old van, which was very nice. On its farewell tour of the Fiat Ducato. Tour, that's right, yes. <laughs> yeah. so presumably that was one of the other highlights of the year, was um, was getting the new van. It was indeed, yes. I mean, it's, um, it was a bit late in the year in October, obviously, <laughs> but uh, it's, it did the NEC, did that in style, so rather than the uh, air conditioning, I tried out the heater, but that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> that all worked. <laughs> yeah, the other, the other event, of course, was the Cotswolds. Wildlife Park, talking about rain and sunshine, because last time we were there for Spring Alpha Day, it was uh, like the end of the world. I'm sure anyone who was there will remember the horizontal rain and the wind and everything. It was absolutely horrendous day, but we still had 300 cars even at that. So that was good. But Alex Payne and the Cotswold section did a good good event this year with the Giro beforehand, of course. and the sunshine all day so that was yeah that was really good sadly Nick didn't make it over to Mick Carr Mick Carr ended up with two postponements but ending up in October we couldn't have planned it better with the sunshine and, a, and an absolutely beautiful day for an autumnal event but we're planning that for August this year depending on the NAD date we, we need something else in October though because we've, we've now got a nice full calendar yeah. from, from April to October it seems to work out really well yeah so there's Northern Alpha Day of course Nick we, we both enjoyed that didn't we and, and I believe that's going back in September we did indeed yes so the Yorkshire section resurrected that last year. Last year, yeah. Sorry, I'm still getting used to it being January. Yeah, that was really at Lotherton Hall near York, which is a surprising venue actually. It worked really well there. So it did. And they're looking at repeating that on the 10th of September this year. We'll get a nice. Uh, I think. I think there's plans there to maybe do a slightly different layout so it feels fresh again. But oh yes, yeah, it, sure. it was but, a really yeah. good event with uh, well over 150 alphas along it. And again, for us that are used to the Midlands and Southern events, you go there and you see different alphas, and, and that, that's part of the enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. And earlier in September, obviously last year we had uh, Southern Alpha Day at uh, Amberley Working Museum, Central Sussex section put together. So. That was a, that's always an interesting place to go. And that's uh, tied up with this year. We've got 3rd of September, Kent and East Sussex are putting together Southern Alpha Day at the historic dockyard in Chatham, Kent, which is uh, promising to be a good event as well. So. Brilliant. And Kirsty, what, what do you remember most about last year? Well, one of the highlights for me was the series of track days that we did at Kerbera. I know we've done track days there before. Um, John and David have run them there before for meetos and for sections. But this was the first time we had organised these track days across the entire club. So it was the National Club Series in June, July and August. And a lot of people don't get the opportunity to go on track. Or if they do, it's part of a joint enterprise with big circuits. But Kerber such a lovely little circuit. And it was my first visit last year. And it's lovely. It's very private. It was just people from the club and, and it was people who often hadn't been on a track before or certainly hadn't been there before. And they were lovely, lovely days. Everyone who went had a fantastic time and there were no problems. Everyone enjoyed themselves and they were so enthusiastic about it. And they got to go out and have a little drive in their cars on track and, and the smiles. Seeing the smiles coming off the track is amazing. Uh, brilliant days. We had good weather as well. Great. 
scripts. Yeah, well, all three of them were dry, weren't they? they and were. uh, again, I've, I've been going for about 10 years with East Midlands section and, and, and invited friends and we were able to get back there in May and had a, had a super time. And I think part of that is getting to ride in other people's cars as well. It's not just yes. driving your own. So you can get a real brilliant experience through that and driving everything from a, everything from a modified Mito to a, you know, a, a, a modified Batoni to a 4C and practicing blinking launch control in one of those. <laughs> And there's your partner with his bonkers Stratos as well, Kirsty, which was, <laughs> which was brilliant. That was the first time we'd taken the Stratos on track as well. Yeah. So it was great. Uh, and, and, and just for balance, it's an alpha-powered Stratos. Absolutely. Mostly <laughs> <laughs> no, Really, really good days there, and uh, we'll be doing them again this. Yeah. And David? Yeah, I think, as everyone said, National Alpha Day was a bit of a highlight for us. The the thing that was, I mean, there was a lot of really brilliant things about National Alpha Day. I really liked seeing an awful lot of young children there. Look, we can't take all the credit for that. Um, we laid on lots of things for children to do and people brought their children. I suspect they'd have brought their children anyway, but I think they stayed longer having things to do. And I uh, mm-hmm. really enjoyed just seeing loads of kids because, you know, the club's going to be dependent ultimately on us raising our children to be Alfisty and to join in with these sorts of things. And I think seeing that happening with families and young families, particularly at our events was brilliant. A couple of things I was going to mention though, because you've sort of talked about our events. There was a couple of other events. Auto Italia's day at Brooklyn's was absolutely brilliant last year. And you mentioning Kirsty Stratos reminded me because you were there with that as well. So we must have had about 300 cars at that. I mean, we were absolutely crowding out the alpha parking section at, at the Auto Italia Day at Brooklyn's. Brooklyn's is always a good one to go and visit. And of course they do that. I didn't go last year, but they, they do a, a Northern Day as well at Raby Castle, don't they? Not quite in the same area as we do ours, but that's always a popular one as well. And we've got a, we've got a new one in the middle this year as well at Cywell Aerodrome on the 4th of June. That's right. Yes, I haven't. Which could be a cracker i think that's done in conjunction with the ferrari owners club who've got their private event on the saturday but it's an open italian car day on the on the sunday so on the fourth we'll be there we'll be there in force i'm sure as a club no brilliant the one highlight though for me for last year was a tonale and I know it. I know it does sort of split opinions and what have you. But most of you on this call will remember that a lot of us were invited by Alfa Romeo to the preview day in Coventry in February. And that was well. Firstly, the highlight for me was our relationship with Alfa Romeo UK is at a level now where they invite us to these things. They see us as an important part of the Alfa community in the UK, and I think that's really important for us as an organisation. Um, but mainly. Just being a part of that, you know, we saw the very first Tonale in the UK. We got to sit in it and play with it and learn about it before anybody else. We were there before quite a few of the press days. And that was the day, if you guys remember, where they also had Alan Greenhouse's GTAM. And that was yeah. the first time I'd seen a GTAM as well in their Coventry establishment. And that, But that was before he had his um, really cool Eracy number plates installed. So we didn't know about that, but we saw his GTAM before anybody else saw it. And then we was really lucky that Alan brought that GTAM to quite a few of our events, didn't he? He did. Bring out National Alpha Day. Mm-hmm. It was at Brooklyn's as well. So that was a bit of a highlight for me. So for me, yeah, 
last year, Tonale, brilliant. We also had, I can't remember the number, it was a few hundred test drives of Tonales at National Alpha Day as well, didn't we? Because we went from being the first to see a Tonale to getting a lot of insight from Alpha Romeo UK. And then Alpha brought three along to National Alpha Day before they were available to the public. So yeah, a bit of a Tonale feature for me. I was, I was, I am impressed with the car. I like the size of it. I like the quality of it. Um, I'm not an anti-SUV person, but I do sympathise with those who are. Yeah, I think that was quite a highlight for us, both the club mm-hmm. and for Alfa Romeo in the UK yeah. last year was Tonali. And I'll interject there as well, and there's one I nearly forgot, which was in February, meeting Jean-Philippe Imperato at our local section gathering uh, uh, in the Neaton at Research Garage. They were big supporters of the club. And actually just to see JPI and his enthusiasm and, and uh, joy at seeing a selfie there was just fantastic. I mean, he spent absolutely ages looking at photographs. I, I was able to give him a copy of our wonderful magazine and thumb through it with him. And, and he got a real first-hand taste of what we're about. The thing that's, that sticks in my mind, though, is he came bouncing up the stairs to chat to us. He started to talk in Italian, thinking we were all, you know, Italophiles or, or of Italian descent. And of course, I think among us, there was only one. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, you know, he soon we soon got on great with him, and, and he was able to talk quite candidly about his enthusiasm and uh, you know what a warm and, and wonderful character he is. Um, really, really good. So that that was that was tremendous. And again, it shows that kind of uh, joined up nature of, of A Rock and and Alpha UK now. And and it's true, it's never been as good as you say, David. Really, really good. Yeah, and I, I think just picking up on a couple of things there, it was a weird year for me. It's always a bit weird when there's a Commonwealth Games on because I know I'm going to lose half my summer in the middle of it and and that was what initially was why I couldn't go to um to National Alpha Day although I ended up with covid and not going to the Commonwealth Games either so I like Nick I spent a lot of time going to to regional events we did Southwest Alpha Day and Scottish Italian Car Day back to back and actually then took another week driving around uh, Scotland in the Giulietta which was uh, an absolute hoot and I think certainly my my plans for the next couple of years are to to try and do that more often and rather than just going somewhere for an event on a day, thinking about where else I can go the week before or the week after or both um, and make a, a trip out of it because I, I really, really enjoyed that. And then the other highlight for me, and again, it picks up on what David was saying about the, the relationship with Alpha, was the official press launch of the Tenale in the Yorkshire Dales, which was just absolutely brilliant event they put on two fantastic routes for us gave us a couple of cars to play with and it was a really good opportunity to meet lots of journalists from non-alpha specialist publications and get their view on the car which was was fascinating and i think there is they're they're always looking for fault in anything they they look at unless it's a bmw but (laughs) they they all seem to desperately want to like it Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, we're we're finding fault with it because that's what they do, but you know, kind of begrudgingly and and really quite enthusiastic about the car. Yeah. So I, we've got a couple of things coming up following on from that. One is that we ran a competition all back in about March in conjunction with Alpha again around the best driving roads, um, and that'll appear in the uh, April edition. We'll have a feature where one of our members, still a secret, but he knows who he is, will be coming on a, a photo shoot with his car and and a Tonale and we'll do a, a big feature around that 
And then a, a couple of weeks later, um, we've been invited again to the UK press launch of the Tonale PHEV and the facelifted 2022-2023 uh, yeah. model year <laughs> uh, Stelvio and Julia with the new Tonale-esque front end. Um, mm-hmm. So looking forward to that as well. Any other highlights from this year? There's a couple of other things I'd like to talk about before we talk, start talking more about the coming year. But any, any more highlights that we haven't covered? I just wanted to say, that one of the highlights for me as well was launching Alpha Female in the club. That was quite a big deal for me. That was my you know pet project. I wanted to get more women into the club, more women interested in Alpha Romeos. Um, so last year really was the first opportunity we had to, to kind of put that into action. And you guys are very helpful with that. It was National Alpha Day that we had our first big sort of stand as Alpha Female. And we did actually have loads of ladies coming over and getting up the car sticker and telling me about their cars. And it was really quite lovely to see the interest. The interest is there. We just need mm-hmm. to harness it. We need to give ladies somewhere they feel that they are part of a club, really, realistically. Yeah. So that was really, really mm-hmm. cool to have ladies join us for National Alpha Day. And and the you know the children part as well really helped having those facilities for children so we could have more families in. And I'm very pleased to say that we do actually now have Alpha Female Section Secretary called Ali Taylor. So very happy that Ali is joining the team and we're planning great things for next year. And of course, there's a, we've talked about our relationship with Alpha a couple of times. There's a, another important Alpha Female now with our, our old friend and, and Alpha owner and club member, Damien Daly, now looking after Fear and a Bath in the UK. And Julie David's taken over looking after Alpha and DS. And, and Julie has a, an interesting background. She spent some time at Jaguar Special Vehicles or JLR Special Vehicles. So she's she's a real petrol head. Um, I had a couple of conversations with her about her Stelvio Quadrifoglio that she's been driving for the last couple of weeks. Which she's she's quite excited about. But I, I'm hoping that we'll have a similar kind of relationship with Julie to the one that we had with with Damien or even uh, build on that. Um, and I think in principle, she's agreed to, to be on the podcast at some point this year as well. Great stuff. And I'm, I'm sure Damien won't disappear. After all, he's a club member. He's, he's not selling his Alpha Spider. We know that. So <laughs> I'm sure he'll be around. Just on Ali Taylor, the um, Alpha Female Section Secretary, at our Mito 10th anniversary where Vicky Butler Henderson first attended our first club event. Ali and Vicky formed quite uh, the romance and uh, Vicky <laughs> took Ali around the track with Ali driving and then Vicky drove Ali's Mito and they became quite good chums. And if you remember National Alpha Day year before last, we had Vicky Butler Henderson. Yeah. One of the first things she said to me is, is Ali going to be there? And I, I'd completely forgotten that she'd formed this sort of buddy relationship with Ali. So I can't think of anybody else uh, other than Ali who would be a, a fantastic a front woman for our alpha female <laughs> section that's for sure that's great that's great we might have to get her to sign vicky up as a, an honorary member of, of alpha yeah. female yes yeah, i'm sure she can Maybe do that teddy bear and sticker yeah <laughs> brilliant nick i think you uh you had something i was just gonna say that on it's a bit of a more of a personal thing but um the december um magazine last year was the first one that you and i signed off in person since what? december 2019 all the other ones were done by yeah. zoom with everything intervening so that was quite a strange a strange day almost it was it? yeah it was it was really nice to get back to, to <laughs> doing things that way. And and we've now had one consecutive issue with all the pages in the right order. 
<laughs> that's, a, that's a streak we need to continue indeed minus slip <laughs> uh, just a couple of other things we were going to talk about about the year which I, <laughs> seems odd to describe one of them as a, a highlight but a couple of us were lucky enough to attend um, a memorial for John Dooley with a lot of different characters from, from his life um, his brother and his uh, his partner and family members people he'd been to school with people he'd raced with and just a really really nice day you know catching up with old friends hearing stories about John um, and his, his disdain for breaks and, <laughs> and just just remembering him in the way I think he would like to be remembered not as a sad loss but as a as somebody who added a lot to to all of our, our lives and our time with with the Alpha community yeah, yeah absolutely. it was a very emotional day um, to be there it was it was nice to be asked and I think the overwhelming point as you said with a lot of his friends is was his driving antics wasn't it and the, they all had very similar stories about him. Yeah, that, that was that was a wonderful thing. And and then afterwards, we were able to get some photos around a selection of some wonderful classic alphas that came along that we know we know he would have loved seeing, uh, including the uh, Chris Whelan's now has the black alpha stood with the Napolina colours on it. And it yeah. was lovely to see that. And it kind of brought a lot of things back to people. But uh, no, a, a really wonderful afternoon at Bounton House that was. And of course, on another sad note, um, one of the, the old stalwarts of the club passed away sadly in December Michael Lindsay after his battle with losing his battle with cancer and uh, of course he was he was a huge part of the club in the 70s 80s and 90s you know for many he he was the club he, he did the the mo- organized motor racing he did the magazine he did the membership he did, he did kind of everything and if anything the the club kind of outgrew that around him you know he, he introduced me to it all uh, I I got into the club by watching Alpha Suds at my local circuit back in the 80s that's why I ended up buying one and got to know him and he encouraged me uh, along with a couple of others from the events area to uh, to get our local Midlands section going and you know it was a big part of it all and uh, you know it's quite a tragic loss now obviously he had that enormous love of, of motor racing and he was able to enjoy that right through his his long life so you know he's a loss to the whole world of, of Alfa Romeos really in the UK and uh, yeah he'll be he'll be you know our thoughts are very much with Diana and his family I kind of increased our coverage of of the Alfa Romeo Championship a little bit when I took over as editor and the, mm-hmm. f- the first round I turned up to there was Michael offering me a, a cup of coffee in his camper van and, um, mm-hmm. and 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 letting me know what was going on with the championship and you know who who was doing well and who was having problems and just his his knowledge of of motorsport in general but of, of Alfa Motorsport was just encyclopedic yeah and, and of course he, I'm sure he was supportive of you David with your lunatic scheme of setting up a racing meter operation yeah and i look i <laughs> i met him for the first time i want to say beginning of 2019 might have been the end of 2018 so so i've not known him long not like many no. people but he was immediately helpful kind supportive really informative about how to get into racing an alpha what we need to look out for and then when we built the car and we turned up at brands hatch in was it April 2019? Mm-hmm. He was absolutely delighted that there was going to be a meet on the track. He was massively supportive. And what was it? What I found really lovely was he used to do the um, commentating. And at that first session at Brands, and again at Festival Italia a few months later. 
he just kept dropping in us and the Mito through his commentary. <laughs> I just thought he was lovely. So yeah, didn't know him well, probably only met him maybe eight or 10 times and we exchanged emails and, and so forth. But he just seemed a really helpful, lovely guy who yeah was very supportive of us, that's for sure. Okay, what about um, things we're looking forward to this year? I, I, I'm probably... I'll start this time. I think Nick mentioned the the date of it earlier on, but I'm really, really looking forward to Southern Alpha Day this year. For those of you who don't know, which will be most of you, I think I did mention it on the car photography talk that I did a couple of times during lockdown. My dad was a tug skipper at Chatham Dockyard. So I, oh. I spent most of my school summer holidays <laughs> at the dockyard, then joined the Royal Naval Reserve based in the dockyard. So I, I, in fact, I was a sea cadet at the dockyard as well. So it's kind of, it's a home from home for me. But it's a, it, the last time I was there was the the last club event there, which was Nickel, remind me, 2000 and a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> it'll be on my list somewhere. <laughs> yeah. About 13 or something like that, I think. It was yeah, I think, I, I think I've been there then. twice, once for a spring or Southern Alpha Day yeah, and we, once for an... We, we, yeah, we did one in 2008, I remember very well, that was very well attended as a national event. I remember going on the recce down there for it and mm. they were filming Mr. Selfridge on the on the quayside. They had a shop front of the, of the shop there. You they were filming all the people. <laughs> all the people in their costumes and everything and I was trying to sneak my outfit in the background yeah. <laughs> I nearly got away with it they wouldn't let, they wouldn't let me have, stay there you could have driven uh, behind the Decato with the advert yeah, on the side of it right. <laughs> yeah. uh, we must have done one in the very early 2000s as well because I've got a photo of me outside there was there was in, yeah. in my yeah. 156 1.8 twin spark which was yeah. a 2001 car so yeah it was around 03 or 04 again I've got it somewhere in my archives yeah. but it's a fantastic <laughs> venue and uh yeah. Um, if people are fans of things like Call the Midwife, that's all filmed there as well. So, uh, oh yeah. Um, there's there's lots of things to do if you're not interested. If for whatever bizarre reason you're not interested in grey ships. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good one. I think we've we've spoken about the big events. I, I'm really looking forward to the the first Spring Alpha Day and going back to Duxford. That's one of my big highlights. And uh, you know the the outdoor event season at a local level with various sections. We're, we're looking forward to doing some stuff with the Derbyshire section again from the East Midlands and, and doing convoy drives and navigational runs and so on. I always love it when uh, we get into March and you get, we get the brighter days. Not too far away now. Yeah. But that, that's that's always going to be fun at, at a section level. And uh, I do, I do always say it. So it's that kind of getting out with the cars bit uh, and and uh, local members that's that's so enjoyable. And I always say to people listening to this, if you're a club member and you're in your section and your section isn't doing much driving activity, then maybe suggest that you organise one for them. Do a, do a breakfast meeting, do do a run in the countryside. Ever so easy to organise. Ever so easy to do. And related to that, we had a photo competition last year, didn't we? Um, oh, yes. to our section members and they were out and about during the night summer months taking photos of their cars lovely photos um, mm-hmm. and is that something we're going to repeat next year or this year this year we're going to do that for registers um, so same same kind of structure but with individual register winners and then a, a national competition for the best of the register photos nice yeah that's a good idea on the events front we do have a brand new event for the club this year coming up, we've booked to stand at the um, NEC Classic Restoration Show on the 24th to the 26th of March. So we've not been to it before, so several people said they'd like to see us there. So we are seeing Ian Jeffcock had too much cake at the uh, <laughs> at the Classic Show in November, I think, and, and offered to organise it. Yeah, yeah. Us, so. yeah, I generally yeah. go to that show. 
every year and it's really good it's smaller than the other one it's a bit more cozy um fewer halls but it's a really really nice show some great stuff there to see yeah it's it's got a real charm so ian's going to be integral in making it happen this time nick and i'll be there of course supporting it so uh we, we should have at least three alphas on there in different states of repair and there might be some live demo stuff going on as well so that'll be in hall five yeah get your overalls ready so that'll be in, in hall five so looking forward to that one members do get a discount on that as well since we've got the stand there so the details are on our forum get a discount code for that as also I've just finished booking the Donington Classic Festival and mm-hmm. Silverstone Festival it used to be the Silverstone Classics being renamed this year for some reason and is that back end of July again um, August now the Silverstone ah. Donington's April they've settled on Silverstone being the August bank holiday weekend now haven't they for, at least for the foreseeable future right so we've got discounts for those on the forum and Festival Italia which hasn't been bookings aren't open for that yet but we'll be in there as soon as they are so something for everyone to look out for yeah all good events all good stuff anything else people I are think, looking forward to come sorry Nick I was going to say I think we're doing so many events now and they all seem to be busy and selling out and everything it just shows that there's still a healthy appetite for what we're doing like we're obviously doing something something good along the on the, along the way somewhere so. absolutely yeah yeah. I, I find it absolutely outrageous that none of you have mentioned it's the 15th anniversary of the Mito next year <laughs> we, <laughs> we, so we're just surprised you hadn't mentioned it yet I have been holding my breath waiting. Going on about your SUVs and the doors and everything. We celebrated the 14th anniversary last year and the 13th anniversary. (laughs) You've got got to keep on top of these things, you see. I I heard of the news, maths is becoming very important again. Um, So, yeah, 19th of June, um, which falls on Monday this year, and yes, this year, is the uh, 15th anniversary, and it's the anniversary of the date that the Mito was launched at Sforza Castle in Milan. So we're back at Kerbera and uh, all Mito owners are invited. Um, and interestingly, I'll tell you what I hope is going to be interesting this year is we're going to do a few special things, but I've been speaking to quite a few of our um, Mito members or Mito owning members, <clears throat> one of whom is a 17 year old young lady who's got a fabulous little Mito and uh, she hasn't passed a test yet. So I'm hopeful that she'll get there <laughs> in time. And then this this week I have met uh, for the first time, a very young 88-year-old who's just upgraded to a Mito Twinner. Um, wow. So we're going to try and get both extremes on the age spectrum of Mito owners uh, in one place. We'll see how that goes. But in any event, Monday 19th of June is the 15th anniversary of the launch of the Mito, and I should expect a very strong turnout, as always, from the <laughs> Mito community. And, and we will definitely do some stuff in the magazine around that and the Four Seas 10th anniversary this year. Um Personal, personal favourite of mine. Um, actually, I do have a, a. I don't normally do one, but I do have a, a New Year's resolution this year. Before this year is out, I'm going to drive a Mito for the first time. Never, uh-huh. never uh-huh. actually driven a Mito. Uh-huh. Unbelievable! <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shocking. Owned one for eight years. Eight years. <laughs> longest, longest time I've owned an Alpha. Was a Mito. How about that? I love mine. I love it. Yeah, yeah. terrific. But you, you're not putting a bid in quite yet for having it as being the star of the NEC Classic Show. It's still right. a bit. Too too young, yeah. <laughs> they will come, John. I'm just yeah. <laughs> he'll think he'll think of a theme that it can fit into. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we probably need a Mirafiori factory theme or something along those lines. Yeah, alpha, yeah. Alphas <laughs> with round tail lights or something. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we need to team so up. I can the, think of three. Yeah. Four C, eight C, and Mito. Do something That's it. with three of That's them. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. there's a theme. You've got my brain going now. We'll come up with something. Don't worry, guys. 
Anything else we're looking forward to? Just one slightly nerdy thing. It, it didn't quite qualify as one of my highlights of last year because we we did it. We took so long doing it, frankly. But we launched a new website, and yeah, we now have the ability for all of our members to go on the website and add their cars and update their cars and delete their cars. So we are already at about 1,800 cars already captured. Uh, so I'm hoping that next year will be quite a momentous year in that we'll capture all of our members' car details. And it's important for us as a as a, as a club, because although obviously we buy and sell cars uh, during the course of our ownership, when we update our cars to say, I've sold this car now, it doesn't delete the car. We still retain details of the car. It just gets us removed as the owner. So when a new member joins in a year or so and they own that car, they can type in the details and, hey, presto, we're tracking the history of, of all of our cars. And I I think it's like everything is it's like it's how I try and treat the Mito register. I know it's quite a new modernish car, but in 40 years time, the Mito register will be a, a you know really helpful collection of data for the future registrars and future owners. And I, I think that's where we want to take our car database in future. It will it'll become something that's really important to the Alfa Romeo community. So it's mm. really important that if we all go on, update, add, and keep up to date all of our cars in our registry. Uh, so for me, that's a big thing for this year it's i know it sounds nerdy and quite dull but i think in a year or two that's going to be a really rich source of data and information for the future of the club and of course we can get the you know the, the current classics as it were in there as well so which will all help uh, help build everything up yeah so it's good to have it at last super and nick have you got any sense of how many miles you're going to be doing in the in the new air-conditioned van a lot, I think is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going through my diary this week, actually. But yeah, it's it's, it's full already. So it's from, from March through to November. Spending tens, if not hundreds, of hours in a van is probably not a highlight. But I guess I guess in that van, it's going to be less of a low light than it was last year. Indeed, yeah. I'm just got all the creature comforts. So absolutely, more than my spider has, to be honest. But. Uh... That uh, that inbuilt sauna was a little bit of a you know, <laughs> extravagance. <laughs> <but I> think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a heck of a thing, anyway. Just just the uh, the size of that reversing camera window is tremendous, isn't it? It's yeah, a... yeah, it's brilliant. So, yeah. <laughs> the gazebo is all the saunas in the back there. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we were certainly Terrific. for National Alpha Day, which was a very hot day, wasn't it? Yeah. I was very happy we had the ambulance on standby when when Nick had to keep getting in and out of his boiling oh, hot gosh, van with yeah. no air conditioning. So absolutely yeah. ridiculous, wasn't it? <laughs> Good stuff. Brilliant. Kirsty, any any things you're looking forward to particularly? Looking forward to doing some alpha female events. Actually, have some physical events that everyone can go to. Also, getting some new things into the club shop too. Brilliant. Well, there's a, an awful lot going on, and I'm sure as the as the year goes on, we'll be back together for a couple more roundtables to to talk about things as they uh, as the details firm up, particularly around uh, National Alpha Day. But for now, thank you all very much for joining us, and see you all next time. Hey guys. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you, Happy New Year. Well, that's it for this episode. We'll be back in two weeks' time on Sunday the 29th of January when we'll be talking to Arock Virtual Racer and 2022 ARCA debutant Mike Hilton and the co-owner and co-driver of their historic racer, Andrew Bergbaum, to talk about two very different Alpha racing cars. Episode 73 will be available to download from 1.30pm from the club's website, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and everywhere else good podcasts are found. Until then, stay safe.